I'm here with Diamond Dallas Page, uh, 2017 WWE Hall of Fame inductee. DDP, how are you doing today? Man, <laughs> I thought I was busy in 1997 and 98 and 99. I swear to you, Raj, I am busier right now. <laughs> I can imagine. Between not as much of the travel, but still, yeah, the travel. I mean, like the other day, I was, uh, I was um, flown down to um, uh, Texas A and M. Where their their um, satellite, they got schools all over. Yeah, this was in San Antonio, and it's a pretty big school. And they brought me in to do, you know, my lecture on fitness and you know positivity and just being DDP, you know, and uh, and then I did it. You know, the 45-minute workout with about 100 students. It was awesome. And I, then I hopped on a plane with my wife and flew into Lexington, Kentucky for a Comic-Con up there for the weekend with Jake right next to me. We both killed it. I mean, it was nonstop people. Um, and uh, and then I flew home, and then I went right to work at the PC, the GDP Yoga Performance Center. Right. You know, and I, I've been doing interviews in between all of that. So, uh it's crazy right now. It's yeah, all I'm, good though. I'm know? sure. I'm sure. And 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 now you got the Hall of Fame induction, which is which is huge. Um, so you, I, I know you've said that Triple H gave you the call. How, how how long ago was that? October, and I didn't tell anybody but my wife, my business partner. I didn't even tell my family till like uh, maybe a month ago, yeah, a month and a half ago. Um, I told my girls first cause I didn't want them because, you know, they got to get dresses. And so I had to give them, you know, time to get their, their stick on and make a promise not to say anything. Cause my one daughter, Brittany, oh my God, she heard it was, you know, then it, then it went out there on the internet and she went, Oh God, I'm so proud of my dad. I'm like, I, my buddy, Steve, who's my business partner, yo, you know, Steve, Steve called her and said, Brittany, get that down. That's just the internet talking. Oh, no. <laughs> but no one saw her. Like, she was only up there for three minutes. Steve just happened to see it. Because if she had said it, then people would have, you know, just assumed, oh, yeah, DDP said it when he was in. <laughs> and you know how they are about that. You know, it's like, hey, it's their show. I'm just happy to be here. Right. You know, I was just, Raj, I was just thinking, and I'm going to say this in the open. You know, I don't know where, but to think that I was at WrestleMania six driving the pink Cadillac right. and WrestleMania 26, that's 27 years later. Damn. I'm here wow. getting inducted in the hall of fame. Like, wow. Oh, that's crazy. Wow. <laughs> That's huge. Wow. Given the t- <laughs> given the timing of it, did you think like Triple H was calling about like the Royal Rumble or something like that? Given that it was October, no, I I swear to God, I thought he was calling me back because when I called them, I called them like a month, about a month before this, and then I called them like a week after that, a week after that. Cause I really wanted to talk to him about something, and. As he's, when they say the boss wants to talk to you, I'm at the end of my shooting day. Like I'm shooting Positively Living, um, which will be out April 4th, which is the day before my 61st birthday. Like WWE gives me the greatest birthday present ever. <laughs> you know, yeah. last year I got to wrestle at WrestleMania again, two days from 60. 
you, you know, and get out there and get that pop and the 101,000 people thrown. On the one picture I have that goes from the side, you can probably see about 15,000 people. 14,000 people have the diamond cutter sign up. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And for this to get to that for my birthday, man, I saw Stephanie and, and, uh, and um, uh, Triple H. I just hung the shit out of them. You know, like, yeah. thank you so much for this birthday present. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, like for this year, when he called, I thought he was just calling me back. Mm-hmm. You know, so I really was, and it's October. So I wasn't, I sure as hell wasn't thinking about the Hall of Fame. I was more going, while we're talking, like small talk, you know, you'll be talking to someone and letting them talk and try to think, what? oh, God, what did I want to say to him? Right. And because when, when Triple H finally makes the time in his insane schedule to call you back, right. you better remember what, like, what you wanted to say to him, you know? <laughs> and I can't. So... I, I'm thinking, God, what did he say? What, what was it? I'm trying to rack my brain and just letting him talk. And he starts talking about my career. So I'm thinking about, yeah, man, when we broke in, because we broke in at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like I went from a manager to a wrestler. He had already come in as a wrestler and he had that one year contract. So he was there with me. Like he was the guy who was down the power plant every day I was there. You know, like every day that means. If he wasn't on the road, he's down a power plant, just like me. And uh, so he's talking about how, you know, here I am, 22, and I'm, I'm, I'm checking this. I'm looking at this guy who's 35 plus, and yeah, how does he think he's going to do this? And then he keeps talking and talking. About, then I realize, wait a minute, is this that call? And I and I realize as I look out at the guys with the cameras. They're filming me. And I'm like, this, and I don't want to think it is yet till he says it because I could be wrong, you know, but once I realized that that's what's happening, man, it just, take, you know, it's like boom in your chest, you know? It's like, like, if you have as much passion about this business as I did and do still, you know, it means a lot. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, they put me in the Hall of Fame. It's like, wow. Okay, biggest honor of my life. Right. You know? So uh, anything anything I've ever done, this and the resurrection of Jake the Snake Mm -hmm. is because it's everything. You know? And uh, I mean, I couldn't even talk. You know? And he just kept talking and talking and talking and that just really put me over and man, it was just like, wow. So we get to the end and you know, I just said, thank you, bro. I love you. I couldn't think anything else. You know, at that point, that's all I had. I didn't have a lot of words, you know, did you, did you that's how I felt. Do you ever remember what you wanted to talk to him about from the previous call? No, never did. <laughs> never did. I, I don't think I ever will. Um, but, um, um, when I get done, I hand the phone to the producer, Mike. And Mike says, so what do you think? And I know they're filming me, right? I'm going, what do I think? I'm thinking, I wish you were filming him because he said some awesome shit. <laughs> and uh, he goes, oh, yeah, we were filming him too. <laughs> nice. I go, seriously? And he's like, yeah. You know, we've been talking about this for years. Like, wouldn't it be great to get 
someone's emotion from getting inducted. Yeah, but how could you ever do that without smartening one of the guys, smartening the person up, you know? Right. But here this is, and, and I go, yeah, but it's October. You guys never tell anybody before January. And he said, uh, yeah, well, Paul really felt like you're in your hometown. We're doing a biopic on you. Well, let's let him feel it all because he's going in the Hall of Fame. Man. And man, that was like, wow. So uh, what, what uh, Mike told me was, and this is, and I've seen it, and it's amazing. Like, they don't have the whole conversation, but they put the pieces that mattered in there. And uh, it ends my biopic. Okay, so I was about I, to ask that, because that, that, that comes out April 4th, you said. Um so yeah. would your yeah. induction not be in the DVD or well, I mean, cause that, I, that's the, the induction place. won't, the induction won't, but, but me finding like, out about it. Right. And yeah, they, had, they, they had to, no, oh, dude, it was, I mean, and I've seen it and there's certain things and, you know, I never think of myself as a perfectionist, but I am, I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect, but it's gotta be the best that I can do. And that's all I really give a shit about. Okay. Like I couldn't do any better than that. You know, I'm not, you know, if it's one of my acting roles, like I'm not Pacino, you know, <laughs> but that was a pretty damn good right there, you know, especially for me, you know? Uh, so that's really what I care about that. I, that I do the best that I could do. Yeah. And I, I watched the whole thing. There's nothing I would take out. And then there was stories like, like they ask you a million stories. You film for hours. You're going to use so much of each piece, you know. But they did something this year that I don't know has ever been done before. Like I've gotten everybody's DVDs, and I've seen the biopics, and I've seen their wrestling stuff. Um, I've never seen another section on the DVD that's DDP stories. Huh. And like, there's like 12 of them. And it's everything from uh, Dallas's Girls, which is how my daughters come into my life. All. And uh, it's Goldberg and behind the scenes of what we did with that. And Jay Leno and uh, train hopping. Like they, they love this story about when I was in my teens and, you know, used to go train hopping and what happened this one night. So, um, like that's another piece to the puzzle, you know, and, uh, it's really, I mean, again, I, I couldn't be any happier, man. Just the way they did it, you know, the, the whole thing, it's, it's, and I talked about this, it never made the, it never made the, uh, DVD, but you know, I didn't get, I didn't have the best time when I came in here that I thought I was going to have, mm -hmm. you know, it, you know, but it was what it was. And I totally understand it. Um, and, un and understood what I learned from it. And if I was given the choice to go back in time and start out with people's champion versus people's champion and have whatever run my 46 year old body could have handled, would I go back and do that or 
would I pick the last six years of my life, seven years of my life from, from hosting the very best of Nitro one. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't believe it, but we got two. And then I was dumbfounded when we got three. Like this was a part of WWE ingratiating and welcoming and even though we'll always still be the, you know, a little bit of the redhead stepchild, mm-hmm. but the brand, you know, bringing him into the family, right. And really doing us justice on that. And then letting me come in, like, and they brought me in for a bunch of like old school raw type things from the a thousand episode hitting what, you know, Slater with the cutter, you know, um, you know, let me come back out in, you know, when it was old school raw, like when we did the old school raw and me and Booker were in the back, I mean, triple H said to me, have fun with it. Get your stuff over, do that foot over the head thing. That always looks impressive. <laughs> you know, that's what I was told. Let's go do what you want to do. Basically, here's a minute and a half infomercial for you. Go for it. Mm-hmm. And then Jake coming on that night that nobody knew but about six of us that he was going to be there and that was going to happen. Like that right there, Raj, that blew our site up, our ddpyoga.com site up so much that it shut it down. <laughs> and it was the most valuable lesson we could have had because when it came to Shark Tank, mm-hmm. We had 25 servers and five backup servers, and we used all five. (laughs) But if we don't get shut down by WWE, that maybe never happens. And then for them to let me, you know, first of all, bringing Jake and Scott in to the Hall of Fame, knowing they've been with me the whole time, you know, and bringing those guys in on my birthday, allowing me to um, induct them. And it's funny because... So many people are like, you know, who, who do you want to induct you? And when me and Jake did it, I just assumed, who else am I, who else are going to have induct him? It's got to be me. So I literally, so I mean, I'm making plans to be there to induct him. Mm-hmm. And then about four weeks out or three weeks out, I got the call from Mark Carano and he goes, congratulations, bro. I go, yeah, for what, bro? He goes, you're going to induct Jake. And it hit me like, Oh, right. That's their TV. Like, <laughs> there's no assuming right. I'm going to do that. Uh, but just for them to let me do that, that was a huge rub. And then to come back for the Rumble two years ago, you know, at 59, and then the Mania at 60, and then the DVD and the Hall of Fame. I'm going to take this push every single time yeah absolutely yeah that's that's a wild ride um you, you mentioned the people's champ versus people's champ thing. did you ever get to tell the rock about your idea did he ever get to hear that you know i never did yeah. but just last week and i got this tweet somewhere i gotta pull it up from somewhere but the rock was talking to someone online you know, on Twitter, because he really goes online and, and he does it himself. Yeah. He's like me, you know, um, and um, or I'm like him. However you want to look at that. <laughs> uh, he um, someone had said, 
So why didn't you ever do the people's champion versus people's champion? And he was so cool. He said, well, DDP and I weren't really in the company at the same time long enough to get to that. Because right. I was like, he was, he was gone when I came in and, and he wasn't there for like a month or two while I was there. And then I was gone, you know? And, um, and he said, but that would have been amazing or something like that. DDP was always one of my faves. Nice. <clears throat> like that was like from the biggest star in the world. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love saying he's the biggest star in the world. Yeah. You know, yeah. cause he's one of us. Yeah. And uh, couldn't be any prouder of him, man. When I, when I put last year, not the first, not last year, this year, but the first year in ballers, mm -hmm. I wrote rock. Unbelievable, man. Super proud of you on Twitter. Amazing series. And he wrote me back. Yeah. Go live, man. Love what you're doing too. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So pretty cool, you know? Yeah, it, and it is cool. You see, you, you'll see him from time to time tweeting, you know, up and coming guys too, and 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 things like that, which is which is kind of neat. Um, I did want to ask cool. you, uh, with the Hall of Fame class this year, it's you know yourself, the Rock and Roll Express, Kurt Angle, uh, Rick Root. It, it it feels like it's the Hall of Fame is a lot more complete now. You know, every year you'd hear, oh, so and so should be in, so and so should be in. And obviously there's some names like the, the Bulldog and Owen, Miss Elizabeth and, and, and some people, right. but, but it's, it's getting there. Um, who are some names that you'd like to see, uh, you know, like next year? Uh, Leon for one, yeah. you know, Vader, love to see him. And, you know, I, I think Eric Bischoff has a spot there. You know, I would love to see I, I, Owen. I don't know. There, there's gotta be some reason, right. you know, cause you, the, the family has to agree to, you know what I mean? So I don't know, but I mean, Owen, Owen's Owen, man, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so, um, Miss Elizabeth, I, I don't know why, you know, but you know, to me, they, here's what I used to say, what people used to say to me, um, man, I can't believe you're not in the whole thing yet, man. They're really screwing you. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> listen, let me just tell you, macho man ain't in yet. Jake ain't in yet. And Michael P.S. Hayes ain't in yet. Right. I go, when those guys are in, you know, hey, maybe it'll be by turn. Yes, <laughs> one in last year. You know, so, you know, to me, you know, I was just, I'm just grateful to be there. I, you know, I always felt like I would get there. I didn't know when, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't know when. And I really, I wouldn't say didn't care, because uh, that surely is not true. Um, but I, I learned in my forties that on my late forties that you really can't wish for something to happen. You gotta like, I want that to happen right now. Like it doesn't work like that. And I learned that like you can wish and have faith and work towards something to happen when it's supposed to happen. Like when I, when I do this talk, you know, uh, that I'm going to do, I mean, when I found out in October, I mean, I started writing it and then I threw it out and then I rewrote it 
and then I rewrote it. I'm just so glad they gave me all this time because as you know, Raj, I am not a short storyteller. <laughs> so in the amount of time I'm being up there, I mean, I'm not the main event. So I don't get like, you want an hour, take an hour. You know, that's not my spot. That's Kurt Angles and he deserves it. You know, everything that son of a gun has done in his life. Amazing. And, uh, you know, I'm again, just happy to be there, but I know my spot and most guys are anywhere between 16 and 22, you know, minutes and other guys have gone 35 and 40 and whatever. But, you know, for me, you know, I want to be, I'm going to be towards the high side of that. So, uh, I'm, you know, cause I have a story to tell, but I had to change the way I tell them mm-hmm. because it takes too long, you know, cause I get into all the detail when I'm telling stories. So now you got to get right to that pop because, you know, people might, <laughs> I'm sure people are going to bust my chops after I get done. And I call it the thank you speech, you know, <laughs> because I got a lot of people to thank. Yeah. And, I'm going to get them in because it means something to me. And if I miss somebody, I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, I know the key main people, you know, that really helped me get here because I was there. (laughs) And watching one person after another become a believer in the beginning, it was very slow. The first person to ever believe in me is Jody Hamilton. And he was the assassin. You remember him? Assassin number one. The assassin, like a lot of people don't know who they are. But, man, he drew, Jody Hamilton and his brother, the Mauler, drew money for 30 years on top everywhere they were. With hoods on. Mm-hmm. You know, and <clears throat> Jody was the face of, of the power plant. And he was the first to believe in my work. And that meant the world to me. The next one was Jake. Next one was Dusty after. I got to tell a story I won't tell. I, I have hardly told. When I told my rotator cuff and they let me go. Mm-hmm. And when I came back and I'm like 280, I'm all gassed up. <laughs> I'm freaking puffy, but I'm big. You know, I got new tattoos. Like no one had big piece tattoos in 1993 nobody not dennis rodman Mm -hmm. nobody dennis was about to um but you know i really think that me and dennis like like if you go back and look in 1993 who's got like big sleeve unless it's a sleeve like taker hat which is a different animal i'm talking about big tattoos you know i had them um Rodman got him, and he just kept going. And then other guys started to get him. And now, you know, forget your grandmother's got a bigger tattoo than I do. You know, <laughs> you know, it's really crazy. But to me, but it's awesome. You know, people want to you know do that. But for me, I was just looking at making a different look. And my tattoos meant a lot to me. Like they had meaning. So when I got back there, right before I'm going to go in to talk to Dusty about you know what we're going to do, like what's What's going to be the storyline? Because Dusty would always listen to me. I mean, he loved my ideas and my energy. That's why he did what he did with me in Florida Championship Wrestling and then bringing me in as the manager and everything that he did with me. And so the day before, I'd gone down to the power plant because Jody would let me go to the power plant anytime I wanted, and um, whether I was working for the company or not. 
And um, when I got there, Dusty was there, which I had never seen him there. And uh, he asked me to get in the ring with his kid. He was looking at, wanted to see, you know, how his moves were, how he moved around the ring, blah, blah, blah. So I jump in the ring with him for about 20 minutes. Eventually, Dust was done, and we had like three rings down there. So I just jump in another ring, and I'd go over and jump in another ring. Then I'd run guys in and out of my ring. And the next day, when we had our meeting, we caught up with our, uh, you know, just small talk, because uh, we hadn't talked in a while besides just the day before. And um, he said to me, he said, you know, D, I know you've always seen yourself as this main event player in our business. And he said, I got to be honest with you. I've never seen it until yesterday. Wow. And then, yeah. And when, I mean, because I had gone to him two different times about me wrestling. Once in Florida Championship Wrestling and once in WCW before they had finally, you know, let me go as the manager. And no, no, D, you're going to be a five-breathing dragon manager. You're going to be the greatest manager of all time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of shit he would say to me, you know? Yeah. And, uh, like, I was, I thought, I mean, in Florida Championship Wrestling, I was like, what if I did something like Michael P.S. Hayes does? Like, where he works, but he also manages and talks. And I mean, I could be a character like that. No, no D. <laughs> <laughs> so for me to finally get his, like, I mean, and I blew his mind on every level. Like I'll never forget after the Johnny B. Bad feud. You know, I'd gone over to his house at Christmas house, at Christmas time. And I'd always get him cigars, you know, like the best cigars. And uh, brought a case of beer with me. And we sat around drinking it. Uh, I'll never forget him getting up and getting something. And I said, so what do I do from here? And he says, I don't even know how the hell you got here. <laughs> he says, you just got to keep doing whatever the fuck it is you're doing. <laughs> you know? But it's the way he said it. Like, I don't even know how the hell you got here. <laughs> That's great. Oh God! And I and I will be doing some dusty nice. you know, because he will be chattering me that night. <laughs> oh, I just I just I, I've done it. You know, I keep doing it. And I keep doing it. And I'll probably do it a million times before I walk out there, and then I'll just have my slide notes so I know where I'm going. But you know, the biggest part for me is trying to get through it and not get too emotional yeah. you know because it's going to be you know it's going to be emotional man you know sure. yeah. well well i mean scott hall said to me he said dude i get up there and my heart started pounding <laughs> you know like and not because he's afraid to be in front of people you know right we all know that you know he loves it you know but you know just he said it's uh it's different, and, I, and I'm so glad that I've had, like, just, like, introducing Jake at the CAC. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't really hear what I say in the movie because I say it so fast, but I said, you know, and I'm choked up. I'm like, I didn't realize how, uh, and I'm saying, what I, say, I didn't realize how um, emotional I'd be. 
you know, something like that. But I said it in a squeaky voice because I couldn't even say it like, whoa, you know, just to inter- introducing Jake, you know. And I talked for, you know, about six, seven minutes on him. And that one made me feel like I knew how, what, how, what I needed to do for the next one, for it to be killer. And I thought my induction speech of him was awesome. Yeah. I, yeah, I was really happy with it. And then when I got inducted in the CAC, I didn't get inducted in one. I got inducted, you know, on their 50th anniversary, they inducted me as a, as a wrestler and as a humanitarian. And I had all these, you know, notes on my pad and stuff. And at some point I just let it go because I hadn't studied it enough to do it. And the beginning of it sucked. <laughs> no, it didn't suck. It just, I, I sucked. Because I, I, I wasn't on track what I wanted to say. Yeah. And then I said, screw it. And I, I winged it. <laughs> Which I can wing shit all night long. Yeah. Now, but I don't want to do that for that. Because there's certain people that I want to thank. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. I, I, I did want to ask you, too. You know, uh, Hall of Fame. I think it's genius that they did it the, you know, the WrestleMania weekend to make it. I mean that that whole that whole week is is such an event now and now this year WrestleMania oh god yeah yeah and and Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar's main event of this year's WrestleMania I think if you ask wrestling fans um, a Goldberg's best match ever they would say his match with you at Halloween Havoc 1998 um, and I was one of the ones watching that match when the pay per view cut off uh, right as you guys locked <laughs> up. When you found out that uh, after that amazing match you guys had, the main event, when did you find out that a lot of people didn't get to see it? And I know they played it the next night on Nitro, but before you knew, before they made that decision, uh, what was your thought that a lot of people just missed out on? Uh, you know, uh, you know, one of the best matches of your career. Yeah, it really is too. You know, and because as much as Mark Madden <laughs> doesn't like me still for whatever reason. Um, he put that match. I guess I don't know. I hear he's <laughs> talking shit about me. Like, uh, you know, I, I don't have it. You know, it didn't. You know, it's irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. Only reason I bring it up because he really put that match over big time. Mm-hmm. Like, he wrote that it, it suspended belief, and it was. It was. Uh, it was like, wow, these guys are really going at it. This is like, this really means something, you know. And uh, Goldie was firing on all cylinders. You know, that night and um, that match, <laughs> I, I had seen the spear and I knew he had broken Big Show's sternum, <laughs> you know, cracked his sternum. So when Goldie would come at me for that spear, I would be gone. Like meaning I called myself a napkin. Like when he hit me, it would be like hitting a napkin because yeah. I'm going to be gone. I'm mean, not going to have to spear my ass. You know, I'll be at the mat as you, before you are. And, um, uh, it took took me three weeks to talk him in to missing the first spear, and it really like, like that didn't fly for him. Like that, <laughs> even when it was happening, if you look at him coming at me for the spear, mm-hmm. I mean he misses me by fractions of an inch. Like he said, okay, you can get out of the way, but let's see you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then he overprojected and hit his shoulder really hard into the uh, the post like mm-hmm. a shoot for real. So when he finally did spear me again, I'm a napkin. 
So he's literally spearing, coming 100 miles an hour, driving his shoulder and his head forward. Well, his head was the first thing to hit the ring, not me, because I was like a napkin. And he, so he's carrying me, and he hits. And if he doesn't have those use traps, he might be a quadriplegic today. Jeez. You know, because, I mean, he hits so hard. Now, he's unconscious. Mm-hmm. And I know when he goes to pick me up, I'm going to drop behind. But if you remember, he picks me up, and he puts me down. Like, he's selling his ass off. Goldberg never sold. Mm-hmm. Right? Not like that. And with one arm, he picks me up. I drop behind. Bang. Now, I know he's kicking out, but I'm going to take my time getting there. Because, <laughs> again, <laughs> I know he's kicking out. Yeah. And it went one, two, and he kicked out. It pissed me off so bad. Because that should have been one, two, <sighs> yeah, you know it should. And it was still a great pop right. all the way around. But if I if he'd have barely kicked out, oh my god! And I'll tell you what, Dusty would later tell me that he went the Bischoff, and during the day of that pay per view, he had said to him, "You know, E." This could really be D's night. Like he's ready. Yeah. And like he tried, he tried to put that towards him, you know. And he said that the reason Bish didn't do it, and I don't know what Bischoff would say, and or if he even said that's true, but I know Dusty told it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that because of the Entertainment Weekly magazine cover, he was coming on wearing the belt. You know, and he was all over everything. He always wore the belt. You know, he really gave that belt credibility. Mm-hmm. You know, he wore it like a champion. And um, he uh, he said, that's why I didn't do it. But <laughs> I could have beat him that night, gave him the uh, greatest loss ever. And he could have beat me the next night. We could have redone it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'd have done it in a heartbeat. But, uh, you know, I'm so happy with the way things ended up. And right. as far as I'm concerned, uh, him getting the push he's getting, I love it. Mm-hmm. And e- every single WCW fan, you know, that, you know, wasn't, wasn't a Goldberg hater because there was a few of those, but very few. Um, he, every one of, every one of those WCW fans, they, they feel vindicated now. Yeah. You know, even though, because I mean, fuck, the guy hasn't wrestled in 15 years. Right. He's 49 right now. He looks like a Greek god. You know, uh, if there's anybody going to be able to pull this match off at Mania, it's going to be him Yeah, at 49. So um, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I know it ain't going to be those other matches because that ain't why this has been built. <clears throat> right. And, and, you know, and this and, has been built. Oh, sorry, right. go ahead. No, I'm saying this has been built for for this and genius booking as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think uh, I mean, you could you could tell the fans, you know, when when Goldberg and Lesnar are out there, they definitely feel like uh, you definitely feel like that's a WrestleMania match. 
But uh, your match Absolutely. with Goldberg, I wanted to bring up one other thing. They aired it the next night on Nitro because a lot of it, it got cut yeah. out on a lot of cable systems. And I believe that was the last time Nitro beat Raw. And that I, I, I remember that Nitro that, did a that, huge that, rating. That, 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 yeah, but that's not the last time. But that rating was like an 8.2 or something ridiculous like that. So for me personally, because I didn't give a fuck that I lost. You know, I mean, it's Goldberg, and it was a great match. So you 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 beat me in a great match. I'm in, like thumbs up. So I, when I heard it, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> and then he said, "We're gonna play tomorrow on Nitro." I was like, "Tomorrow?" I go, "Can you do that?" He goes, "We have to." I go, "I fucking love it," <laughs> because I knew like. 10 times, well, not 10 times, but probably five times the amount of people, three times the amount of people were about to see it. Right. That didn't see it. You know, so I I wanted everybody to see that match. Yeah, and that so, was the, uh, the highest know, rated quarter hour in, in Monday Night War history. So it, uh, right. it was historic. Right. Um, I well, let me tell you what the, let, oh, me, no, let me tell you what the last quarter hour, because nobody followed that shit like Bischoff, obviously, right? <laughs> yeah. So I always knew. I mean, I always knew. And uh, the last quarter hour, and Dusty came up, even though Dusty wasn't on the committee, you know, Dusty still had Eric's ear, always. Mm -hmm. And um, he was like, he was like the godfather, Dusty, (laughs) you know, he was like, he was like a consulary for for pitch. (laughs) And um, he, he said, so what if D loses the match in the first quarter hour mm. and then wins it again at the end of the night. Oh, wow. Never been done. So the first quarter hour at nine o'clock, I lost this thing, but it wasn't just like a loss. I think it's the best. My, I think it's the best and show me a better one. You know, that is a better match than me and sting with everything involved. Like what happened, what made the match so unbelievable is we were told we had 15 minutes and going into the last minute. Now we're going home. Mm -hmm. The ref, who I think was Randy. I can't remember who Pee Wee, I think it was Pee Wee. Whoever it was said, maybe it was Charles or it's Charles. Either way, he said, you got five more minutes. What? They got five more minutes. They need to add five more minutes. I go, now? And as Sting is walking to, to me, I'm in the middle of the ring. He, I grab him, and I just go to the floor. And he goes to the floor, and he's mad as hell. Because <laughs> he's thinking, I, I'm taking advantage of him. Because mm-hmm. we ain't talked about any of this. It's like, we're going home. And uh, I just threw him to the floor, and he's mad. And at some point, I choke him. And I go, we got five more minutes. I just, and I really grabbed them, you know, like, listen to me, dude, you know, and I slap like the overhand chop and we go into shit. We're just calling on the fly mm-hmm. because we've worked together. You know, when you work together with something like that, it's really easy to do that. Let's do the tombstone spot. No, let's reverse it too. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. You know, yeah. so fucking, it was just, it was just magic. And then when I go to, Diamond cut him out of the turnbuckle and he holds the ropes. I mean, that's my finish. Mm-hmm. 
and he pulls me back and I walk him out and he holds the rope and then he overhooks me and death drops me. The friggin' roof exploded. Yeah. Because if I'm working Sting, I'm going to be a heel. Yeah. Because I know I ain't going to be the baby face on that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, I'm always going to take it. It used to piss Bischoff off. Why are you working as a heel? Is it because that's what the world, where they're at with this? Uh-huh. You know, I can flip back and forth. You know, right. didn't hurt me. Uh, and I, I know you're. Sw- how much? How much time do you? How much more time do you got? Um, about twenty minutes. Okay, cool. I, I, I did want to ask you about Rick Root, who's also being uh, inducted uh, this year. Uh, he was in WCW at the same time you you were. Did you get to know him well? Pretty good, and I loved him. He was. Rick was Rick was totally his own animal, man. <laughs> he was totally his own animal, um, but I really liked him a lot. We uh, we we spent you know we spent time on the road together. I I, I drove after after Jake left, and he was he was kind of you know really intimidated when Jake came in because Jake is Jake, right? Yeah. And they had some great magic together, but Rick. And, you know, had grown so much since then, you know I mean? Like yeah. Rick Root could really do anything at that point. Um, but I got to be on the road with him. We had some really fun times. He, he was, he, he was a lot of fun to be around. Yeah. Um, obviously DDP. So I was really oh, happy. Sorry. I didn't know. I, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know that he was in. And I was talking on some show and I go, man, I just, I heard a rumor that Rude, you know, might be inducted, man. I would love it if it, you know, if it really happened. And then I heard, you know, that people said, oh, yeah, it was set on uh, whatever news thing. So I, I was really happy. Just think, I mean, what a class. I mean, yeah. from, you know, from Angle. And people who don't really know Teddy, Teddy Long's history, mm-hmm. like Teddy is, he's a trailblazer, man. Like Teddy, Teddy being, Teddy needs to be in the fucking Hall of Fame. And he, again, I'm so happy for him because here's a guy who started, you know, back when there weren't a lot of black guys. Mm-hmm. And he started as a crew guy and setting up the record. Teddy has done everything. Right. And it's funny because there is one thing where me and him, I can't remember who we're wrestling with. I know he has PN News. I can't remember who my guy was, but we had a match, a tag team match, and me and him as managers are wrestling. <laughs> and he's got this like aviator cap on his head, you know, like a, the old 40s flyers. You know, like yeah. he's got that on his head. <laughs> you know, it was just, I just loved him. Yeah. I loved him and I was so happy for him and super happy for rock and roll. Yeah. I mean, cause a lot of people who are fans that they don't, they don't know those guys, but Oh my God, they weren't just over. They were the, they were the fucking Beatles. Mm-hmm. You know, right. when they were over, they were over huge. And Ricky Morton, man, he's going to freaking kill it. When he gets up there to talk, he, I just can't imagine him not killing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing class. And, uh, you know, obviously a huge congrats, uh, you know, for being a part of that. I, I did want to ask you about DDPY as well, because I know, you know, it, it's exploded over the years. Is there ever any, is there ever any uh, pressure almost? Because now you hear so many times where guys are like, oh, well, maybe I need to send this guy to DDP. Or, you know, I, I, I told this guy to go to DDP that you are now kind of like the go-to guy a lot of times for, for guys that are uh, dealing with issues. Is, does that ever get tough? 
not really. You know, I, you know, for me personally, um, I, I work with so many people and so many different kinds of people. Like I just met um, and, and, and instant buddies with Theo Rossi. Did, did you watch Sons of Anarchy? Uh, no, I haven't seen that. Okay, well, he was one of the characters on there, and he was amazing. He's an amazing actor. And um, while we're talking, and you know, I'm like, let's get a workout tomorrow. He goes, I work out at seven o'clock. <laughs> like everybody knows, seven o'clock for me is unheard of. <laughs> but I got up at seven thirty, um, and we did an hour workout, and he loved it. And I told him that, you know, he's seen it all. He'd seen, you know, Resurrection. He'd seen Arthur's video. He'd seen it all. And uh, his best friend is a big guy. You know, he's like 370 pounds. And he's, you know, he wears it well. You know, he's one of those guys, he's big, big his whole life. And uh, and just really wants to, wanted to help him out. So uh, I reached out to him and um, I, uh, you know, I hope, uh, I, I send everybody who I work with now, if they're, if they're really big or really beat up, what I call the list. And the list is really like movies to watch because people don't really want to hear about changing their food. But if they know what that fake food is, oh, well mm -hmm. then much higher level, you know, higher rate of level people will do it, you know, as opposed to not. So for me, you know, for something like that, I make them go through this list. If, if they do the list, I'm going to help them. Mm -hmm. I gave, I did a signing in Lexington, Kentucky this week. I gave nine people my emails out of that nine people, six of them asked for the list. Now, how many of those will come back? Cause you can't get back to me that you've done it. Mm -hmm. And I know whether you've done it because I'm going to, when I call you, I'm going to ask you certain questions. You don't know the answers. That means you didn't do it. And that's it. But everybody pretty much knows it. And everybody's really respectful. Yeah. You know, they don't want to bother me. And it's like, hey, they know how busy I am, but I, if someone's putting the work in, I got the time. I got a guy who started last year on March 13th. He's a correction officer. He's 455 pounds. And he got a hold of me when he was down like 80 online. And he came by the PC when he was down 110. He drove like four hours in. He showed up in Lexington on the anniversary of the day he started. I was doing like a, a talk at the Comic-Con about DDB Yoga, because that's what they wanted me to do. And it was like 100 plus people in there, which is great for any of those rooms. And um, Brian was with me. He came, he, he showed up again the second day. And I had him tell a story. He's down in one year, 183 pounds. Hmm. And the funniest part, DDP yoga was never, never a weight loss program. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just an awesome side effect. Mm -hmm. It was, it, it's there to help heal people. Like look at Chris Jericho, you know, like, I don't know. When I go to Mania, obviously I want to be all around all those young guys who I haven't seen yet. It's like, if you're not doing DDP yoga three days a week, what are you thinking? Yeah, <laughs> Just, right. Look at Jericho. 
okay? Yeah. Does one thing, doesn't miss. Yeah. And he only does it about three days a week now. That's all he needs to. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know how, because I watch those matches. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I get sore watching his matches. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, Jericho will probably go as long as he wants. He might go into his 50s because he looks great. And he's Chris Jericho. He's the best Chris Jericho maybe ever, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah, it's it's wild. And, and, and here he is all these years later, you know, in one of the top matches at WrestleMania. Um, have you been right. paying much attention to the current product? <clears throat> oh, yeah. I, I, on and off, you know, on and off. I'll tell you I'm blown away more than anything is the girls. Yeah. I mean, I woke up to Charlotte last year and I said, girl... You're going to change the face. You are really going to help take this women to a whole different level. I would love to have seen Charlotte and Medusa in her prime. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would have been unbelievable. But, um, but Be- you know, Becky and freaking, you know, Sasha and all, I mean, <sighs> Really good, and I, who's really stepped up her game and got really good is Nikki Bella. Mm-hmm. You know, like wow. You know, I, I love watching the girls because they they're they've got so much heart and drive, and they want to be the best they can be. Um, you know what I just watched yesterday, and it's on YouTube. Fighting with my family. Oh Have yeah, you seen yeah. that? Yeah, with Paige's family. Yeah, one of them. When I met Paige down there in. Um, I was there to do the DDPO workshop for the guys, you know, and and uh, later on that night I, I went to the show and watched, and I'm watching her in the ring, and I'm like, how is this little girl this great, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Then I saw, then I saw the movie last night. Now <laughs> I know why she was so great. She's been wrestling, you know, since she was seven or whatever. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know. Do you hear that? The, oh, she's unbelievable. Do you hear the Rocks Company? They're making a a, a, a big feature yes. movie out of that. Yeah. Yes, I heard that Vince Vaughn is playing like a uh, a Jake Roberts character or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I'm I'm not exactly sure what he's his role is, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's it, that that movie's going mainstream. <clears throat> You know, but, uh, the rock, <laughs> you gotta love them, man. Yeah. You gotta love them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Well, Dallas as always, man, it was great talking to you and, and congratulations. Thanks for, thanks for taking the time. I know you're just swamped right now, but man, what an exciting few weeks and, and uh, what an exciting weekend that's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be amazing, man. I, I have like so many people coming. It's like, you know, the, the WWE was super kind to me to, to give me so I could take care of my, you know, my friends and my close family and, you know, my close friends. Um, and, uh, and then there's just a lot of people like my crew's coming down there and I know there's going to be a, a ton of DDP yoga people, you know, that's going to come from all over the world. Right. You know, it's really going to be, uh, it's going to be pretty amazing, man. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it and I'm just, you know, I know that it's going to, you know, have a super high, you know, and then, you know, <laughs> then everything will just, you know, fall out a little bit, which will be good. Um, because I, I will let you know, probably by hopefully before May, if, I mean, I might have this thing that might be on Netflix that, will be unbelievable 
And it has nothing to do with DDP yoga. It has nothing to do with wrestling and, uh, or anyone who was ever in wrestling. Um, but it's, it's a pretty amazing thing. And I'll, I'll smart you up as we move forward. So just touch base with me once in a while. When we get off the air, I'll tell you what it is. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, thanks a lot. I'm going to go ahead and uh, stop recording here. <laughs>